kind enough to join us today to talk about all the latest happenings with his expanding court docket is, of course, Cliff Schechter. If you are not following Cliff Schechter and the Blue Amp channel on YouTube, you are just wrong. You need to make sure you get out there and follow that. That is, uh, it's youtube.com backslash C Schechter. I'll link all that a little bit later on. Cliff, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. You know, I, I, I once went up there and did a trip across Scotland up yeah. north near where old Nessie hangs out up in uh, Loch Ness. And I got to say, uh, first of all, um, if Nessie exists, uh, Nessie hasn't received nearly the number of indictments as Donald Trump. So there's that positive. <laughs> a but, much uh, better person than Donald Trump much is the Loch Ness. Much better. Much better human, if you will. Uh, it's like it, you know, I hung out there for a while. Great merch they had for you to buy, but I didn't see Nessie. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful on this. I'd like to see this new study myself. It's, but otherwise, I'm doing well, and Donald Trump's not. So that's uh, good. It's a gorgeous place. If you've never been to Loch Ness, it's it's absolutely stunningly oh, pretty. Yeah. And I actually got oh, on a I boat. It's one of the most gorgeous places, I would say, and that I've been. And I did a decent amount of traveling um, when I was doing some work for the State Department and some other places, and I've never well, no, I shouldn't say never, but rarely been anywhere as beautiful as, as Loch Ness. It's, it's incredible. It, it is gorgeous. I, I think that it was. I, I've got some theories on the monster, but we'll pass on that monster and get back to our own personal monster. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> we have enough monsters around us that sadly are all too real uh, that we have to discuss. So. Um, Super Tuesday next year is on March 5th. The judge on Monday set March 4th. As the trial date for Donald Trump in his federal case in Washington, D.C., charging the former president with trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Now, this was the case he was trying to argue that he shouldn't have to go to court until 2026. And I, I take this as a sign of how well organized this case against him is by Jack Smith is basically the, the, the judge said, well, everything's laid out here. I don't know what what you need such a long time to go over. You'll have plenty of time. You've got plenty of lawyers. You got we'll pl- give you all the way to March 4th. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> exactly. So there's no there's no urgency here. But it, it is kind of one of the things. It, it, it really was a smackdown on him saying, no, we're not going to allow this to go on out there. And definitely going to impact the, the election process next year. Absolutely. Look, I mean, um, I believe in, 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 you know, I'm liberal, I'm progressive, call me what you will, but I have said, long said that democracy, you know, that's my religion, that's what I believe in the strongest, and that's what's most important. And, you know, by put, if they're defending democracy, these judges, by making sure that Donald Trump can't hide around, you know, hide behind the fact that he's running for president so that he doesn't go to jail, uh, and make sure that he's treated like any other person, uh, then they're then they're making sure our democracy is put first, and uh, you know if it hurts his presidential chances, oh well, maybe he shouldn't have he shouldn't have ninety one criminal counts against him right now and, and still counting. It it is oh, well one thing before we even get to this trial, it, we are in very uncharted waters. If you or I were under an indictment and talked about a judge or a prosecutor or witnesses the way that Donald Trump does, we would be you and I would be in jail. That's not a question. They'd find us in contempt of court and we put us in jail or at least put an extremely yep. restrictive rules on us on this case. You have Trump. He's already out today uh, attacking the judge in Washington, D.C. I, I don't know where you go with this, but I think that I don't think he's going to go to jail, but I could definitely see him saying, you need to stop talking publicly or else we will put you in jail. I can see that but coming. But they said that. That's the problem is he won't. Uh, you know, Donald Trump, he, he's, he's not – I mean, I don't know what to put it. He's, he's 
mentally ill. I mean, yes. I don't say that with any disrespect to people who have challenges and whatever. His mental illness in, in the way that he is, he's criminally mentally ill, and he can't control himself. He can't stop himself. He's obsessed with, if anybody does anything to him, it's his narcissism. He must hit back. He must. So, you know, I get, I get exhausted by this stuff because they're good, you know, and there's plenty of other people, sadly, drawn like a moth to a flame to this Republican Party, from Marjorie Taylor Greene to George Santos. You know, you can find Roy Moore and any number of criminals and, and other people because they see in themselves this Republican Party. So, so in the end, the way people like that have to be treated is they have to pay a major price. They can't learn. They don't have decency. So they're not going to not do something because, oh, you know, they have any decency in them. And they're not going to not do something because somebody threatens them because they've proven that the only thing that matters, the only thing that, that makes an impact is when they actually pay a real legitimate price. He's been doing this with numerous judges. They keep telling him, you better stop. He keeps doing it. I mean, somebody honestly needs to throw him in jail over, at least overnight, and let him get a little taste of what that's like. Well, or and then maybe I, he'll stop. Maybe I, I, I don't. Then try a week next. If, uh, can I make the argument? And I understand what you're saying, and I agree with it. And I am not hold, against holding this guy accountable. My biggest concern about something like that would be that would be the match onto the gasoline pile, and that that would be that 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 things would start going really crazy in this country that there is a lot of Republicans and right wing Trump fans out there who are, you know, just, they're already screaming civil war, civil war, civil war. And I think that if you actually said, you know what, you can't threaten a prosecutor, you can't threaten a judge. We've warned you eight times. We're going to actually put you in jail for a night uh, in a country club jail. Still, you know, one of these places or just on house arrest or something like that. I think I'm, right. I'm very concerned at what would happen with his rabid followers who are the, who, who basically are looking for a reason to start shooting people. Well, can I give my, I mean, my, my counter to that would be, you know, I'm concerned about this, of course, now, later, but eventually if we want to, there to be justice, he has to be prosecuted. And it seems quite clear to me in numerous cases he's guilty. I know I'm, I'm stepping out on a limb there. <laughs> so are we going to then not not convict him because his people threaten and say if he's convicted, they'll go out and commit acts of violence? The problem is, is that we, can, you know, we can't stop his people from going out and committing acts of violence you know, unless we just say Trump could do whatever he wants, and then eventually they'll commit acts of violence anyhow when they have their next coup. You know, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's a horrible situation to be in, but we can't, in my opinion, cannot treat him differently than other people because he has this, this group of thugs he threatens all of us with because he's just going to always do that. He's going to do that about everything. And we, we do believe in eventually convicting him if he's found guilty. Right. Well, I'm sure the same thing. The minute a jury comes down and says he's guilty, you know, he'll be tweeting something out if he's not in handcuffs at that point or somebody else will that, you know, calling on his followers. to you know, It's rigged. It's left wingers trying to keep him from winning the presidency. Go out and show how you support Donald Trump. I mean, we, we, you know, he's going to do that. Yeah. So that's why I, I won't bow to that kind of stuff, because it's going to happen anyhow. It's terrible. and It's awful. But, you know. We've allowed 300 million guns to get out there in this country. We've ignored mental health systems and allowed people to join a cult. We've decided we have some extreme interpretation of the First Amendment, you know, that, that we're in other countries, the United Kingdom, Germany, places that free speech don't have and don't allow you to, to, to 
terroristically threat and to, you know, threat, ra- threaten racial violence against people and all sorts of other things that we let people get away with in this country. And, you know, you put all that together and you have a very dangerous situation. Um, and, and people are going to get hurt. I mean, it's just inevitable mm-hmm. because we've allowed it to get to this point. And the Republicans have so enabled it. not prosecute him. You know, because of that. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. It is it just it's and batting down the hatches when it does happen. Uh, the, the judge Chutkin, she she basically scolded his judge, his lawyer. He's to the point now where any legitimate lawyer doesn't want to work for Trump, and so what he's got is people who are either looking for a career in politics or a career in television. And, you know, this, you know, he already tried to do his little law and order moment. This is the lawyer, uh, John Loro. He tried to make an argument that Jack Smith had violated his oath of office. And the judge basically smacked that down and said, no, 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 you're not making speeches here. You've got to stick to facts. I'm not going to allow this to happen. So already on a bad foot with this judge who basically just said, no, we're going to go ahead with this and get ready for Super Tuesday because it's going to be a Super Monday beforehand. I I think that it, it is interesting to see that this is their strategy, that maybe this is almost an admission when I see him so reckless so early in this case that they know they have no way out on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I think that that's a, a very good point here. Um, but, I, I, like, again, you know, we're going to have to deal with, with uh, a whole lot of unprecedented um, situations going forward. Um, and, you know, things that he is going to try to exploit, um, other Republicans are going to try to exploit. And I think in the end, you know, the, the, he's gonna, they're gonna keep, he's gonna keep doing it with this group of, of clownish lawyers of his, as you're pointing out. I mean, who, you know, like, was it, was it like 17 lawyers ago that he had a lawyer named Ty Cobb with a big ridiculous mustache? Yes. I mean, when you, I mean, you thought you'd reach the point of parody there, and the guy apparently actually was related to Ty Cobb, but who would go around and refer to themselves like, would somebody go walk around and say, I'm Babe Ruth these days? If, I mean, in any case, that, for another conversation. <laughs> Point being, with some huge handlebar, ridiculous mustache, and that was like yeah, at least fifteen lawyers ago. It like was. that was actually on the more respectable end. Like we're we're, we're digging around the sewers at this point, so they're going to throw out every lie and every piece of garbage. I mean, you're right; these are these are, you know, these these are not real lawyers at this point. These are people who I mean, they had Jenna Ellis, who's been indicted, of course, as a lawyer. She's somebody who literally got fired from working in a county as an, not the head prosecutor of traffic violations, the assistant prosecutor. She wasn't doing a good enough job at that. So then she became a Trump lawyer. I mean, that's like, you know, and that was 50 lawyers ago. Like, we're literally at the point I'm surprised he's finding humans. You know, what was that movie? Chud, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Remember that from yeah, the 80s? Yeah, I remember that. Right, he's not searching around the sewers for, like, you know, semi-humanoid creatures and other things to represent him because there are any humans that still will uh, is amazing. But you're right. Like, they're just hoping for some kind of a sweet gig on Fox or, you know, or, you know, maybe they can run for office. Exactly. You said based on saying that, hey, uh, you know, I, I helped Donald Trump. But you know what else can happen to them, as Jenna Ellis learned and Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, they can go to prison. Yes. Is what can happen to them if they do everything Trump wants. 
they may want to keep that in mind. It, it reminds me, my guess is Trump is like, you've been in the South, and everywhere you go in the South are those billboards. And so I can see Trump, hello, I'm looking for the hammer. I need you to help <laughs> me in court. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the South, you know uh, what I mean. The hawk, the yeah. hammer, there are all these these uh, these uh, uh, personal injury lawyers, but billboards on the yeah. highway. That's where Trump's at at this point. <laughs> he, he is exactly. He's at you know, and I hate saying this because I have an affectionate love for the series, but he's in Saul Goodman territory. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, although I don't even know if Saul would take this case. Quite honestly, I think I think Saul would have a higher level of ethics than that, which is saying something. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's exactly where he is, right? He's yeah. like the the what's the guy's name? Lionel Hutz in like The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's the level of lawyering we've reached at this point. I mean, I, I can't I, just these conversations. I, I can't believe that this clownish, pathetic, gauche, just disgusting, uh, vicious, you know, cruel, stupid, I go on forever person was president of this country and that we're still talking about him and that we're still dealing with him being, you know, found guilty in a, you know, in, cold, in, in a civil case and called a, a rapist by a judge. Those words were used. And now, you know, what, four indictments and a fifth superseding indictment and 91 counts. I mean, you know, how do we get to this place? It's, um, it is, and then still, you know, you look at these Republican primaries, like 60% of Republicans support him. Yeah. These are people that, like, would have been, you know, down with Jim Jones. You know, drinking the Kool-Aid. The, you know, turning to the other, one of the other cases going on, the one down in Georgia, Mark Meadows right now is, was in court today, actually took the stand. And a lot of people are surprised by this because he basically threw Trump under the bus by saying I was taking orders from Trump as the uh, chief of staff. So, you know, that's the case. Trying to get this case out of Fulton County in Georgia and into the federal court system. They think they have a better chance there. He's got two real big problems with that. One is this wasn't the White House calling Georgia. This was the Trump campaign calling Georgia, which right. the, even the judge was like, well, why were you working with the with the Trump campaign? Isn't that not what your job duties are? And he tried to make an argument. It was. Then came the question. We don't believe in the Hatch Act. <laughs> we, <don't, laughs> we violated that thing so many times. Yeah. I mean, there's another example, by the way, of what happens when you don't punish people for breaking the law. But go ahead. Well, the, the other thing that he got in trouble for was, you know, or at least kind of raised some eyebrows with, was when, when they, he knew he was on a call with lawyers who were not White House staff. When they asked him who else was on the call, his he did he did the Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't recall. Well, that's not going to help your case. Just you, you not recalling who was on the case doesn't mean those people are on the call. Doesn't mean those people weren't on the call. And so I I mean, as once again, and also the charges here are specific to Georgia under RICO law involving the Georgia election in the Georgia electoral votes and the the vote count in Georgia. I just I would be shocked. If this court, this case ends up anywhere else but Fulton County, I would too. I mean, again, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't. From what I've read, it, they don't seem to have any arguments. Throw something up against the wall, as you point out. It wasn't conducting official duties of the White House. It was the campaign. If anything, he was breaking a, a law in Washington on top of the law he was breaking in Georgia. And you know, I mean, uh, it's interesting what you point about about them. You know, throwing. Trump under the bus, because to me, the only thing I could think of here that made some sense, I mean, I guess they want to get it moved because they're scared that Fulton County has too many non-white people, ah. you know, and they know that basically if you're, if you're, you have to be white and on top of that stupid, 
to support Donald Trump. So that, that there may not be enough of those around Fulton County for them. Um, but the only other reason I could think of is because, of course, the, the one key thing about this is if a Republican president, whether it were Trump or God help us, and this other crew of clowns, DeSantis or, you know, Nikki Haley or Ramaswamy or whoever, you know, they they could, if it's a federal case, they could pardon uh, and, and they can issue pardons for the whole thing. State case, they cannot. They do not have that right in the Constitution. So it's as important as anything else to keep it a state case to ensure that they're not pardoned by uh, a Republican president. Although, frankly, if there is another Republican president elected this election, it will have much bigger problems. <laughs> I agree with you. And and I think it, it, as well, it's, it's just what they have done so much of it, trying to shop for a more friendly jury. But once again, this is a state case. You can't basically, you know, rob a convenience store in, in Atlanta and then argue, well, I'm a federal employee. So this was under the federal thing. I have to go to federal court. They're not going to do that. That's not how it works. I mean, they, they had a case here in Minnesota where they had one of Biden's people at the, the, the airport with something. And he was, you know, they, they were trying to move it there. And it was, you know, obviously it's interesting jurisdiction, but he was trying to, the argument he was making is I'm federal employee. This doesn't matter. Well, it kind of does. And you can't just, you know, use this as a, as a crutch whenever you want to get out of something. No, that, that is exactly right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that is obviously exactly right. Well, so, I, I mean, they will. <laughs> because they'll, they'll do anything. You know, these are people that have proven long ago that shame to be a foreign concept. So I, I expect them to try anything and everything to try to move. But your, 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 your you know, metaphor there was exactly on. I mean, sorry, you were, you were, you were breaking the law. You know, you were calling the Secretary of State of Georgia and trying to break the law there. So. Good luck. Uh, do you have enough time for one more question? I know you got, you got a little bit of time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I've got time you know, until, at least till 4.30. Beautiful. Whenever you have to kick me off. Oh, God, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you all the time if I could. Well, you've got ads. Well, yeah, yeah, those things, yes. All right. Uh, one thing that you and I have talked about with Trump, and this is why he's toxic for the Republican Party, is the money that he raises does not go to anyone else but Trump. And then most of the money doesn't even go to his campaign. It just goes to him paying off lawyers, stuff like that. Off the mugshot. The, the bail bondsman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's got, he made $7 million apparently off of his mugshot. And there's some people who are like, well, you know, boy, it, that's a bad thing. The reality is I look at that and I cackle because let's face it, you and I know who's sending him that money. That's not a people that have a, an endless pot of money to give to politics. So that $7 million, the vast majority of it, is off the table for the GOP come this election. And the more that Trump keeps going out there for this money grab, that's less money for the GOP nationwide to be using their campaigns uh, next, next year. And I, and I got to imagine that's going to create a huge problem for the Republicans. Yeah, and he's doing that constantly, right? Yeah. I mean, $7 million for this for the mugshot, but I mean... Ten million here. Twenty million. He's using anything he can. Anytime he gets indicted, he raises money off of that. Um, and no, there's not. You're right. This isn't the the, the big guys. This isn't, this isn't the corrupt billionaires here. These are people who give giving you know small donations online, and Trump is grifting off of them and living his life off of them, and, and you know and ripping them off. And he'll keep doing it. And that's the thing. And that that again. They made a deal with the devil a long time ago, and they had numerous chances to step off the train and sort of 
take some kind of beating at that time because Trump had obviously popularity in the Republican Party. But they just let him keep going and keep going and keep solidifying it more and more, keep turning it more and more into his party. Whatever they would have gone through in 2017, it was worse in 2019, it was worse in 2021, it's worse now, but they just, they're such cowards. You know, even the ones who have a lot to say after they leave office when they could have done something, but didn't do a damn thing when they were there, you know, and I mean, they've, they've let it get to this point, so... They can't stop him. He's going to keep raising money from the people they need money from. He's going to keep running. My guess is is that if somehow he weren't to get the Republican nomination, um, he would refuse to endorse any of the Republicans, right, and yeah. say it should be him and take down the party with him, um, which wonderful if he'd like to do that. You know, I'd like to be there to help him. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's always has been and always will be about him. He's not about the party. He was pro-choice in the past. He believed in, like, an assault weapons ban. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff. I mean, he's truly a racist, horrid human being. That part is true. But on political issues, there are no issues he cares about, except for that he doesn't have to pay taxes. And he, frankly, does that by breaking the law anyhow. Even There are rules that he should pay. So, again, they, they let this creature in, and they let him expand and expand and expand. And now... You know, they're all stuck. I mean, it's just pathetic even watching most of these guys who, who they're losing to a guy in campaign 101 is if you're losing, you have to attack the person ahead of you and pointing out why you would be better. But instead, they keep attacking everybody that prosecutes Trump and whatever, because they, they're scared to, to attack Trump. And so, again, it just it, they the, the thought that they could ever win any of those voters when they refuse to attack the guy the voters are supporting. I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah. It's basic politics. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, let them let them drown in it. They they created this monster, and they chose to you know embolden him and enable him and and support him after January sixth and all the other horrors he committed. You know, let let them all go down with him. Well, and I also think one thing you just said there, which is so spot on, is Trump is not going to send an endorsement to anyone else because that means his money goes to someone else. And at the end of the day, this has all been just one of the biggest grifts of all time. He has been about just taking as much money as he can, jamming it in his pockets. And right now, because he's caught on all this stuff, he's trying desperately to win just so he could pardon himself or try to at least legally pardon himself. But the reality is, is that that's... This is all he's right. about right now. I mean, it, it, it really, he doesn't want to help anyone else to get the money. So you're right. He's not going to help anyone else. It's the money. It's the ego. Do you think he can accept somebody else leading nope. the quote unquote MAGA movement and not being him anymore? He can't accept that. He'd rather see a Democrat win. Yep. You know, he will undermine all of these people. He will attack them as he's already doing with DeSantis, you know, and, and they earned it. By, by all the fealty they paid to this horrid creature, they've earned every bit of it. Yep. So choke on it uh one last i'll give you a chance uh your yankees are not doing great um no they're they're not your reds are kind of mediocre they're kind of correcting the ship a little bit and they still got a chance but yeah there's still excitement there man ellie daylor cruz is still in and mclean and some of these guys are incredible it'll be interesting i mean look they're still close to the cubs where they game out or something they could win the the wild card and they're just that kind of team that they got hot you know, in the playoffs, crazy stuff. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but at least they're a lot of fun. The Yankees, you know, that's a longer show sometime about the failures of, of everything right up to, through the, the the manager, general manager, owner, and what a pathetic organization it's become. 
but we can talk about that some other time. Well, I just I, we had the Texans in town. You remember our, our, our Rangers, the Texas Rangers in town, and and you remember when we were thinking it was going to be Rangers Braves that the Texas bullpen is falling apart so bad they lost by walking in the winning run in the 13th inning yesterday the guy couldn't hit the zone it was it was bob euchre stuff i i don't think i think the rangers are in big trouble i don't think they're going to make the play they, right they, they, I mean, might they make bolstered it. they bolstered all these other areas that they are where they were already strong you yep. know doing the trades starting pitching offense those weren't problems yep. they need more bullpen help and they don't seem to have gotten that so you may be right about that i just i can't stand the thought of houston winning again so, no. I mean, I'll root for Texas. I'll root for anybody <laughs> as long as they stop Houston. Blue, so, you know, and then that. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the Blue Amp YouTube channel. I got to get you out of here. Blue Amp YouTube yeah. channel, Cliff Schechter, youtube.com backslash C Schechter. I'll link to all this. If you're not following him on YouTube, you need to be. He's fantastic there. Cliff, my show is better when you're on it, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Well, I think I'm a better man when I'm on your show. And I don't know what that says because I'm not that, you know, whether I'm that great a man to begin with. But you know what? Seriously, you're awesome, and thank you for having me on. My absolute pleasure. Cliff Schechter, let's take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.